Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bishop O'Dowd Peer Review. We're your hosts, Sofia Montesinos and Diego Montesinos. And today our episode is going to be around juuling, e-cigarettes, and how they are affecting teenagers of today. Firstly, I'm going to be talking about a podcast given by Today Explained titled Back to Jewel. In this podcast, they spoke about how jewels have affected the youth and how uh, they're has been a large culture in the youth uh, surrounding juuling and e-cigarettes and how they are actually very marketed towards younger people. Jewels were created about six years ago by two Stanford graphic design graduates. They were actually intended to uh, appeal towards adults who were trying to quit smoking. So it was never their intention to uh, create these e-cigarettes for younger people. Unfortunately, the way they created it was that there are a lot of flavors to choose from that are actually, some could say they taste like candy. There's a mango flavor, a mint flavor, a cucumber flavor. And the jewel pod itself, the device, actually looks like a USB pod, a USB. So it doesn't look like anything that an adult or someone who has never seen a jewel would think is something that students shouldn't be using. So that makes it very easy for students to take a jewel around them, uh, around with them to school and use them in the school bathrooms, keep it in their pocket all day. Students have actually begun to uh, make little videos of themselves and pictures of themselves smoking and using the jewel around different parts of the school, trying to one-up each other and uh, take videos in cooler spots or areas on campus that there are more adults around or teachers around that could catch them. It was also said in the podcast that 37% of people who used Juul in the last 30 days knew that Juul always contains nicotine. Now, this is very concerning because nicotine is what triggers the brain to have a rush and what is addictive in the device. This uh, fact that 37% of people who use it don't know this, that it has nicotine, that this is what Uh, makes the device so addicting is really concerning, especially for younger people, because their brains aren't fully developed. So if they're younger than the age of 25, they can have brain damage and have trouble learning in school and just growing up and developing the, all the brain, the, the, the brain information that they need to have when they become fully grown adults. The Juul is also the top selling cigarette by a long shot, even though it has only been around for about six years. This is because many younger people are starting to use it. It is, even though you have to be 18 to buy these, 
devices, uh, students that are 18 and above at, and high schools uh, oftentimes send them, sell them to younger students. And uh, this drooling has actually started to become something that's cool, sadly. It started to become something that, um, you know, helps you fit in with the crowd and is something that uh, most students, I believe, in in my school, in most high schools around here, maybe even around the country, I'm not completely sure, uh, have begun to use. And it's very unfortunate because of how it affects brain development and because of how it can affect people's futures. There is also a large part of this is how jeweling and jewels have had um, have created this place on the media. There are a lot of videos of uh, people showing how to do different tricks while jeweling and smoking. There are some funny videos of people going around parties with objects that aren't even e-cigarettes, jewels, smoking devices at all, and bringing them up to people's mouths and people instinctively inhaling this object because they are so used to and accustomed to doing it on a daily basis. Something that's really concerning about this as well is that um, jewel pods, the actual uh, oil that goes at the top of the device near uh, where it is inhaled, um, contains the same amount of nicotine as two packs of cigarettes. Now, two packs of cigarettes Think about how long it takes someone to smoke two packs of cigarettes. Quite a long time, I think. Much longer than a day or four to five days that it does to smoke a jewel pod. So this is really concerning, something that needs to be addressed and not just be shut down and um, banned at schools because I don't really think that does anything to like put a scare around it. It kind of uh, makes it more thrilling and cool to be smoking at school if it's not allowed. And so I think that the way that uh, teachers and administrations go about this needs to change and they need to actually start uh, caring about how these jewels affect the mental health and the physical health, the brain development of students, instead of just being like, no, we don't want this at our school. This isn't good for our name, for our reputation. So if you do it, you're going to get in trouble. Okay, that's it. That's the end of that. So yeah, that was a great podcast. That was from Today Explained called Back to Jewel. Now Diego is going to speak about an article that he read from the San Francisco Chronicle. Now I would like to talk a little bit about a San Francisco Chronicle article. This article is pretty interesting because it actually focuses on a Bishop O'Dowd alum. Uh, and at the time, he talks about his life as a senior and how he ended up becoming addicted to, to e-cigarettes 
and to to um, to smoking. Now it's particularly interesting um, because you get a, a pretty cool perspective um, from an actual user instead of just commentary from a newspaper or a source uh, trying to come up with their own understanding of, of um, the current e-cigarette uh, jeweling situation. So this article um, and the, the person they actually interview um, becomes, becomes a lot more important because you get to understand the actual youth and the teenagers who are being part of this community of smokers. Now, I wanna focus specifically on this quote uh, and I wanna share it. Um, the, it's, it's, from, it's from, this, from this student and uh, it says, you see a person with a jewel and it's, oh, jewel gang, he said. It's almost like a way to relate to one another, unquote. Now, this is a quote from that student and this he's commentating uh narrating um what what it was like uh to jewel as a senior at odowd and this this is pretty important as you can imagine because this is this part of our local community it's part of our own school and uh, i think there's a really important distinction that can be understood here um it's it's the distinction of how smoking and and addiction um, actually becomes uh, part of a person's identity and how these people who use it and are addicted to it humanize the smoking into an undeniable part of their own identity. And this is why you get um, a lot of reactions uh, when when you start questioning um, uh, users, um, rea reactions that, um, that, uh, that are that are like confused. You would ask for you ask a, a user why why they smoke or something. This is this is a this is um a pointless question. It's reductive, and it also places the the questioner on an implied moral high ground. And so, and I think that's that's what's really important is not to approach this problem of smoking and e-cigarettes with uh, a kind of condescending. Uh, uh, nothing could be worse than this tone that um, doesn't actually pay attention to the centuries of smoking and cigarettes that have existed centuries before e-cigarettes. This is not a new thing. The systems of addiction are not new. This is an old story that is being reinterpreted by people through a new lens, right? And you you. In that quote specifically from that student, he's he's talking about something that isn't new, but that is only reinterpreted as new because they're using jewels instead of cigarettes. This is becoming part of the of their community. Smoking is becoming part e-cigarette smoking is becoming part of the community, but it's also becoming part of the culture. And that's really important because it's not smoking is not just some sort of uh, clinical um, diagnosis that you give someone. Oh, you're addicted, right? That's some sort of like objective perspective that uh, doesn't doesn't understand the problem and therefore lacks any method to understand or conceptualize a solution to e-cigarette addiction. So I think I think that's why that quote was really important. And um, 
unfortunately, this this teen seems to actually still be addicted, uh, which which is pretty saddening. But he he essentially brings up the same points I'm making, right? This isn't smoking for for this student is is not something that he wants. It's something that he needs. It's already part of him. And to deny it would be like denying a part of himself that he can't, that he just, he just simply can't deny. Now, this this uh, this may seem um, confusing because uh, someone might reply, well, why not just quit? And um, like I've said before, that's, that's just not, uh, that's not understanding the problem and it's not creating a solution, right? We have to approach e-cigarette smoking with a direct motivation for finding a solution. Now, I wanna now move on to the Catholic perspective on drug use and specifically smoking. And the Catholic perspective is that drugs in themselves, drug using in themselves, smoking in themselves, uh, is actually a terrible evil. And this is actually a quote from uh, the Pontifical Council for Health Pastoral Care, an article on uh, drugs and drug addiction. And the interesting point that this article makes is that drugs themselves and, themselves and smoking themselves prevent a relationship with oneself that can have a relationship with God. So it's not only preventing yourself to uh, achieve the best version of yourself or um, taking control of your consciousness or your conscience, it's actually indirectly diminishing and preventing a healthy relationship with God. All right, that's the end of today's episode of Bishop O'Dowd Peer Review. I hope you learned something new today about jeweling and the effects that the jewels have on the teenagers of today. Once again, I'm your host, Sofia Montesinos. And I'm Diego Montesinos. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.